Today, I'm excited to introduce you to Ashwin Jacob. Ashwin Jacob is a life enthusiast. He's a super connector, and he is also a creative strategist. Ashwin Jacob believes in living a fully enthused life that begins with working with people that really love what they do. His philosophy inspires him to build a legacy of providing value through his podcast, New Hollywood. He founded New Hollywood to work with outstanding individuals, companies, and organizations to make a lasting impact in the world. While pursuing his bachelor's degree in marketing from Bentley College, he studied abroad in Florence, Italy, an opportunity that led to his first gig in event promoting. Thereafter, at age 20, he quickly started promoting in nightclubs and found a passion for the creative side. Shortly after, he started a company called Prolific, which represented clients with world-renowned companies and brands such as Maximum, MTV, NBC Universal, just to name a few. He since has worked with top brands and Fortune 500 companies such as Disney, BMW, and Microsoft. He also has worked with celebrities such as Terrell Owens, Greg Gapsby, Jody Steele, and Gabby Hanna of The Gabby Show. Ashwin has been able to create opportunities for his clients and himself by leveraging social media, professional networking, and above all, exceptional relationship management. The purpose of today's episode is purely to connect you to this amazing person, learn some insight and some actionable steps that you can apply in your own life. So Ashwin, tell us a little bit more about how it all started. Cross country, three days. I had literally no money, so I had to get one of my friends to agree to come out with me, and I buy his flight back to Boston so that I could drive through longer hours instead of stopping more often and staying in hotels. I drove straight from Boston to Omaha, Nebraska um, in about like 25 hours. And then I made it to L.A. within about 55 hours total from uh, coast to coast, literally water line in Boston uh, down by the seaport to pretty much Marina Del Rey right in Venice, uh, where my other roommate gifted me an air mattress. So I started applying for jobs and I wasn't really getting much. I was too qualified to be an assistant, but I didn't have like the clout and the connections to really be a senior executive like I wanted to be. 
Uh, so I ended up interviewing with a couple of different companies. And for the most part, I was just brushed aside. A lot of people didn't really trust that this ambition could turn into something real. And that's one of my biggest faults in life is my ambition has always exceeded my current capacity to succeed, uh, which I think is also one of my biggest strengths. So what I ended up doing was I ended up getting a interview with a couple of different companies. A lot of the companies I was talking to that I had friends at, people were leaving. So everything wasn't working out. Everything was going against the plan. It was about two and a half months in. Um, I had rent paid for, but I was going to have to start living off of a credit card at that point. Got an offer to be a manager uh, at a company. And I also got a phone call the same day from a friend who said, let's start our own management company. I have access to some celebrities. I will make you the head of talent. Um, and you can you know, be an equity partner. But the downside of this offer is I won't have a fixed salary. So I slept on it for a night. And I decided to take that risk and that gamble of faith in myself and start living off of that credit card and started a management company, which was called Vario Studios. Uh, we ended up signing Terrell Owens, NFL Hall of Fame athlete, Gabby Hanna of The Gabby Show. Uh, she's one of the biggest influencers on Vine and YouTube. She's now a uh, charting music artist. We helped her sign with the Creative Artist Agency. Uh, I've worked with Jody Steele, who is a Facebook artist and did body paintings. We've done brand deals with everybody from NBC Universal. Um, and then I've also worked with Greg Gaffey, who's one of my long-term clients from the Reality Star days to him being a five-time Billboard charting producer. So I've done the whole gambit of kind of investing myself, investing into the talent, and I was very fortunate to have that experience. Ultimately, what ended up kind of happening with my career path was I realized that being in entertainment, it's not the highest paid profession. It is the most listened to and one of the most visible professions in the world. And I developed an audience of my own and uh, started being the face of my own brand with the show New Hollywood. I started speaking. I started putting myself on stages, and people said, no one wants to listen to somebody that's young. No one's <laughs> going to believe this guy that looks like an average-looking Indian guy is able to connect with these superstar athletes or these models or all of these celebrities. And it's wild because if I show up to some of the parties that I throw, I wouldn't be able to get in. Like, I've literally thrown a party where I've hired the security at a mansion that I've rented. I've organized the whole celebrity guest list. And I'll have friends that walk in with me, and my friends will be able to get into my own party. I'll need someone that I am paying to come out and grab me at my own event. And I think like, that is you, one of you're those not allowed in. You're not I'm allowed not allowed in. at my own event with my name on it and my branding, the new Hollywood logo everywhere. And that is something that I had to grow accustomed to and not, like, get bogged down. Because emotionally as a human being, dude, I grew up in that world. I started off in that nightlife world. And if I still show up to a club that friends of mine own, if my friend that's the owner does not personally come and walk me in, I'm going to have a problem at that wow. door. And I want to change that stereotype because I think being different and having that opportunity of seeing the world from a different end allows me to really connect better with talent. And it's also an amazing opportunity for the brands that work with me as a consultant or as an influencer to hit a billion-person demographic that is one of the highest earners in the world. There are a billion people that look like me, that are Indians, that are expats, that like literally live all over the world. A lot of them have very high-paying jobs. They buy luxury products. They buy large consumer packaged goods. And it's a market that's completely uh, unserved outside of uh, traditional Bollywood. And my lifestyle is very much so something that's relatable to an Indian kid in Europe, an Indian kid that's growing up in Africa, an Indian kid in America. Um, and it's something that they aspire to because in media and our representations, we're constantly asexualized. 
we are portrayed in a different way. So there's the typical thing of racism as people are portrayed as criminals. Indians aren't really portrayed as criminals. I've never seen an Indian thief in a movie outside of a Bollywood film, you know, <laughs> with like a superhero kicks. But we are portrayed in a way that we work very traditional jobs and doing something outside of that norm is something that's not accepted. Uh, but I think it's really ultimately about expressing that character and giving inspiration to other people. And that's where, you know, my three guiding pillars of influence, impact, and legacy really came to stand out for me. Wow, that's, yeah, that's amazing. That's very powerful. Now, tell me a little bit more why you do what you do. Dude, I do what I do because when I got into entertainment and I wanted to do this, everyone told me it was unrealistic. And I think that's a common thing for most successful people is, and something I read recently is that average people think certain people are special, and that's why they're able to achieve. High achievers and some of the most successful people in the world, if you ask them if they think that they are special, they'll tell you that they are much more the same as any regular person. I've always felt that, you know, it's good. Like, dude, if you're succeeding, like if your podcast is the number one podcast, I'm going to shoot you a text and be like, hey, Matt, I'm really happy that you're the number one podcast in the world out of 800,000 podcasts. A lot of people are like, well, why send that be me? My view is the better off your friends do, and the more you invest in the people around you, the more opportunity that you have. We live in a generation in a world in old Hollywood, which was very much so secrets and keeping things private. The world that I'm trying to promote with new Hollywood and my show is inclusivity and giving the people that actually put in effort a shot. So if you give someone that doesn't expect to be given a shot a shot, they will literally kill for you. So I know you've read my press kit that I sent over to you, and it starts off with, I knew I had to work five times harder to get half as much. I come from the age of the adage of, you know, you have to work twice as hard to get half as much, uh, which is an African-American thing that's been around since like 1800s. And I think that's something that really, really hit home to me. And I felt that I had to work five times harder. I had to be that much better on camera. I had to deliver that much more for each brand that I had to work with. I had to deliver that much more and convince that brand that I am a better brand advocate for them than someone that has a larger following than I do. And uh, that's something that I've been able to do really well. And with my show and with what I've been able to amass, I've been able to take on large companies that hire me as a consultant to help them with their marketing, their branding, their creative strategy and optimization, as well as individuals that want to learn how to better connect. I get booked to speak about how to connect with people, how to effectively leverage influencer marketing, how to run really targeted campaigns, how to do things at scale and hit a global audience, uh, as well as how to actually connect in that one-to-one personality thing. But, that's something that, you know, there's 24 hours in a day. I have a business. I have my personality brand. I have speaking appearance, and I have brand endorsements that I'm doing. I can't personally respond to every single person individually. Uh, and the podcast and being that brand and being that influencer and being screen on screen as a personality to the stand-up work, the acting work that I'm doing, allows me to be able to hit a one-too-many approach. So with the podcast, I bring on some of my friends like Tiny Lister, who's an actor from Friday, Diva. Or Cynthia Carmona, who's an actor from uh, Eastless High. Or Drama, who is from Young and Reckless and started a big fashion brand. Or my friend Danny Morrell, who started off selling tortillas in Orange County and this past year did over a billion dollars worth of real estate transactions. And talked about how they were, at one point in the beginning, just like in any hero story, a regular person that had adversity, that has problems. And they still are, even with their success, a regular person that has everyday problems and what people can actionably do to improve their life 
whether they're a beginner that's never done anything, whether they're intermediate in their career or if they're advanced in their career. And I think that's really what differentiates my podcast is a lot of people just want to suck up to someone and uh, try and become their friend. That's not really what I'm looking for. Most of the people that come on my podcast are friends or business acquaintances or people that I've worked with. And I really want them to drive into the essence of what was their failures? What were those roadblocks? And how can someone tangibly exceed uh, expectations in the face of adversity? And I think that's a beautiful journey in life because ultimately, dude, like, we're only here for a limited amount of time. Eventually, we will all die. And your greatest testament is what you've done for people that can't do anything for you and the lives that you've been able to tangibly impact. And that's really why I ultimately do what I do. I do it for a younger version of myself that was told that they would never be able to achieve success. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty powerful. Now tell me a little bit more about how you do what you do. Cause you shared a little bit about your insight about your, your, your daily. So some actionable tips that you could share with other people. One, never underestimate the person sitting next to you. The person in line at that coffee shop might be the person that's going to change your life. Too many people live their life expecting to connect with that Gary Vee, that Elon Musk, that big person on a stage, somewhere on a pedestal, whereas the person sitting next to you or the person that you see day to day might not be the person that can help you, but they might have a cousin, they might have a friend, they might be more vested in helping you out. It's usually not the people that are closest to you. It's sometimes people that are acquaintances. It's getting better at broadcasting what your intentions are. So even during the period of this podcast, I told you I host my podcast, New Hollywood. I'm trying to gain more traction. I'm trying to share it out with more people. I'm proactively trying to guest on shows that are outstanding and have their own audience like yours to collaborate with people, uh, to bring value to your listeners so that eventually, you know, you might be able to refer me to other people that are looking for guests if it hits well with your audience. Or the fact that I do the coaching so that if people are looking for a personal coach, they know to come to me for that. Or if someone's looking for a marketing campaign for their company, they can come to me and I'll set them up with my corporate, my, um, one of my corporation partners or uh, some of my managers within my business to set them up. Or if you're a brand owner that's looking for a brand endorsee, then you can work with me. It's really about telling every single person that you come into contact with what you want to do, what you need to aspire to do. And the things that you're missing is if you don't know what I need to get to the next level in my journey or what I'm working on, you're never going to be able to successfully help me. And so the vice versa, learning what the other people in your life need. So initially start off by just giving without any expectation of a return. So I live my life. One of the number one things that I've learned to do is I have um, gotten really in touch with a lot of spirituality. Uh, I saw Reiki Hiller a couple months ago, and she told me I had a very open heart chakra which is great because, you know, I love people and I want to see people help. But ultimately, a lot of people aren't going to return that favor. That's being comfortable with you can only control your own actions and not the actions of others. So if you go out into the world and you help five people that you come into contact with and none of them help you out in return or do anything nice or even acknowledge that you help them out, you have to be satisfied with just doing what you've done and being happy with yourself for doing it. Uh, and I think that is a very, very hard thing to do. It's very easy for me to say. I think that's a very important thing to get used to in business because you have to be used to providing value before people really care. Uh, the other thing is realizing that you have to humble yourself. I still, I, I'm a high-ticket coach. I'm a high-ticket consultant. I get booked for large brand deals. There are things that I do for free consistently for some brands uh, that have supported me in the past or that are going to support me with my next thing. 
Uh, and it's really, really worthwhile to invest in that because I could do something as a favor for someone and that could turn into a six or seven figure deal for my company because they remember that I did a favor for them when they were in that rough spot. And I think that's the first thing for people to understand. Reciprocity and actually authentically caring, building a real relationship with people. And I think what, what resonates the most is, is what you are alluding to, which is a deep desire to give, right? To give is something that people have to really understand because when you're able to give, you're actually living, right? So if you have yeah. value, the more value you give to others without the expectation, you will live a more fulfilling life. And I think that's ultimately the goal of all of us here on this planet, right? <laughs> to have a life that's fulfilled and finding that balance between purpose and pleasure. Obviously, we enjoy things, the, the fruits of our labors, but also it's not just about the money or about the tangible things that we can earn, those external factors, but what's internally driving you? What's, what's your reason why you even woke up today and finding that balance? Dude, 100%. Anything that you've ever been denied in your life you want to provide to other people. You don't want to see them going without. So if you've ever starved and you see a homeless person out there and they look like they're hungry, you're always going to buy them food regardless of what you have. Uh, I was never accepted. I was never wanted until people understood exactly what I did or what my resume said I did or who else previously worked with me or the big celebrity that I worked with or who they've seen me with or how I'm quote-unquote popular now. Uh, I noticed that I do that because I wanted that love. And that's why I give that love unconditionally to people. Uh, because ultimately, dude, when people finesse you, they're just finessing themselves out of a good person in their life. And um, it's, it's a very hard lesson to learn. It's very hard to live your life like that. But once you learn how to give without that, that expectation, that will really help uh, set the tone for your business. And also keep your mind very, very clear. Because when you're not expecting anything and you get something, you express that much more gratitude for what you've been given or that experience that you're getting to partake in. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100% with that. Well, I do. I... Yeah, if anyone's tuning in and they really enjoyed what I said, please do follow me at Ashwin Jacob, A-S-H-W-I-N-J-A-C-L-B on Instagram. I have a show called New Hollywood. I'd love for you guys to check it out. And if I can be a service to you or your business, please feel free to shoot me a DM or an email at ashwin at newhollywood.biz. Sounds great. So thank you so much for your time, and uh, you have a good one. Dude, thank you for having me on your show. I really appreciate the opportunity to connect with you and with your audience. Absolutely. Cool.